0: We're back for more
1: Welcome to Warren Beast, the podcast that is a dragon in wolf's clothing. I'm Greg. I'm Emily. I'm Jordan. Mm.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm Kendall. I what just be... happened? I was just... Was that supposed to be a Wookiee sound or a Quasimodo kind of?
1: <laughs> I was like, was that a dragon? Is <laughs> that supposed to be a dragon? It was a savage... Ah. Uh, oh. Okay. okay,
3: well, let's just quantify that because that could sound really racist. <laughs> <laughs> he means the character Savage from this episode of Beast Machines and I will say that like uh they could have gone with beastial as a term rather than noble yeah. and savage yeah, because yeah. it kind of it kind of comes across kind of eh, pulling on the collar like it's so, kind of a that poor choice name. So what
0: Emily's saying is I'm not being racist the show is racist <laughs> yes i actually almost looked up the like the origin of the term noble savage because like i feel like it's a like it's a term like it's a trope as a racist trope oh but god like, it is. yes but yeah. like was the term used like was the ter- like was the term noble savage used when people didn't realize they were being racist like to
3: describe, you know, like Pocahontas or something like that. I I'm would sure people probably. did do that. I, I'm sure, like, yes, I'm, I'm sure a lot of white people thought they were being like super progressive and cool, being like this person, yeah. like he's one of the good ones or she's mm. one of the good ones, and it's really fucked up and not uh, good. Actually, <laughs> like I think
2: the the TF Wiki actually does a good kind of like explanation of just that whole thing in like a, in like two pair or two sentences okay. where it's like. The title Savage Noble is a play on the noble savage of the 18th century cult of primitivism in which new world savages, and this is in quotation marks savages, were seen as innocent and unsullied, the core goodness of their humanity, free of the chains of civilization and technology. So (sighs) you can see how that's kind of there. Uh, But it also says the Savage Noble inversion might suggest the opposite oxymoron, someone so civilized he has become a monster. Hmm.
0: That's interesting. Yeah.
2: Yeah. uh, So, I mean, mean... as – the cultural problematic implications uh, aside the fact that this is called a this this episode is called a savage noble actually does have kind of a weird sense
3: i mean it's not good but it it's it actually works is that i guess I mean, I know what they're trying to go for, but I think it could have been like bestial noble or something, and not be like right, yeah, uncomfortable. I'd not
0: specifically reference the the racist trope.
3: Race. Yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, like <laughs> like they like they wouldn't have if if it was if it was somebody who was ha- who was dark dark skinned and had magical powers, and they called it Negro magic. I mean, they probably that also would be offensive. Um, yes, yes, it would. I don't. know well because, I mean, anyway, because say and the reason the i show. say that the reason i say that is is the term the net the magic the magic negro is yeah, is a, a that's also a trope yeah i know. don't yeah. like
2: saying it though yeah magic the magic mentor type but yeah it sometimes the, it goes into that territory right
0: and it's an, an african-american mentor character is is yeah that's the i mean that's the trope um, yeah who has especially one that has magical powers and I'm just, I'm just saying like that's it's it's an un, it's an uncomfortable it's a racist title and that uh, uh, and it's just as bad i mean this is just as bad as that yeah yeah
1: but yes so obviously the title <laughs> season two episode two savage noble uh not the best title on its series uh but yes, moving on. Uh, Kendall, did you find any more e news this week? Uh,
0: no. Okay. No. I just went to because we actually jumped. We actually jumped uh, from from February to August uh, between the first and second episode of the season.
1: Oh wow, wow there was quite the gap.
0: Yeah, yeah. So this was Saturday, August nineteenth, uh, two thousand. Um, Weird. Uh, and uh, I'm just gonna go over the uh, the. It di- I didn't see any like big news events, so I just want to talk about the top five uh, songs on the music charts. Um, number five was Janet Jackson, doesn't really matter. Number four was Insyncs, it's gonna be me. Number three was Destiny's Child, jumpin' jumpin'. Number two was Matchbox Twenty, bent. And I'm gonna I'm gonna see if you guys can uh, can name the number one song. What, what number one song do you think would have been? Was it, in, was it still smooth? No, no. Okay. No, you. it would be, that would be a very good week for Matchbox 20 if they had, <laughs> if they had smooth uh, uh, at number one and bent at number two. No, this is, this is, think, uh, I will give you a hint. Uh, the song is by somebody that we would mostly consider a one hit wonder and it is not their one hit. Mm. But it wasn't it's, number one. But it's at wait, number wait, one, but, yeah. Which year was this? This is the this is the year two thousand.
3: Was it a Hanson song? No. Okay. loca? Uh,
0: no, no. What year did Batman Forever come out? Uh, that was mid nineties.
3: Oh, okay.
2: Oh,
1: so, so it, it be- couldn't have been then. I was, Kiss by
3: yeah, rose <laughs> on the grave. <laughs> I was this is. It might have been
1: that. I've got memories of that song, but I will not get into it right now. I'm
3: not a music nerd. I have no idea, Ken. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So the number one
0: song is by Cisco.
1: Oh, yeah. God. No, not this song. The song no. is
0: incomplete.
1: Oh, okay. It
0: is not the thong song.
1: Thank oh. God. Huh.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I thought it was interesting, which makes sense because mm-hmm. the thong song was popular in the, during the summer, and this is kind of late summer, early early fall
1: yeah i remember that song from my high school dances yeah it was yeah anyway moving <laughs> on to less embarrassing memories of high school
0: i'm making everybody uncomfortable this episode
1: <laughs> um so did you have anything else there kendall uh this?
0: i didn't see i didn't i don't know um yeah um uh yeah, nothing. Nothing really interesting. <laughs> I I looked at a couple of sites and there were a bunch of sometimes this happens like I see a bunch of headlines and I just don't know what any of them mean. So it's well, obviously but- not. It. Uh Lance Armstrong's book was very popular this week. Uh yeah. Yes, because he had just won his first tour to France a year earlier. Yep. Uh Ah, yeah, it's not about the bike. It's about the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Even Jordan. yeah. Because even the, like the movies and everything else that was popular and stuff, I didn't. I didn't even know.
1: And yeah, stuff. Bill Clinton was still president. Yeah. So what do we have on the TF wiki, Jordan?
2: All right. So I can't go into full details on some of the some of these things because of reasons, and
1: it basically
2: I think it kind of is foreshadowed to begin with yeah. in the episode itself, but. Just to just to avoid the outright coming saying it, I'm going to kind of have to clip some of them. But uh, it mentions that uh, as continuity errors, Noble's story about his origin seems to be deliberately based on Night Scream's own account of how he became a bat. And it just wonders how would Noble, you know, figure that, know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see, another one is that as the Vicans rush towards Savage, Thrust and Dr- Jetstorm address him by name almost immediately after Cheetor declares that we don't know what this thing is. It points out also that it however that Jetstorm Thrust might seem to have come up the name for the dragon as a means of taunting it. It seems mm-hmm. right yeah, yeah, which I mean it doesn't it does seem weird that they had a name for it, even though they didn't know what it is, but it does also like they said, they are using it to taunt them. I mean, uh oh, they didn't even put that under real world references. How uh Jet Swarm taunts it with like come out and play, like from the Warriors. Oh god, yeah.
3: Come out and play.
2: (laughs) Uh Cybertron apparently has waterfalls, which is at odds with Black statement that there's no water on Cybertron in the key. Yeah, I was gonna say it could be a different food like Interrod or liquid coolant. Uh mentions that this is the first episode of the whole series to take place entirely and unquestionably in the daytime, as all previous ap- episodes, possibly save for Forbidden Fruit, which never showed a view of the sky, were set only at night. Uh, when, when Optimus tries to make contact with Megatron's spark, he is torn by numerous heads modeled on Megatron's original and transmetal designs from Beast Wars.
1: Yes, I did notice that.
2: Uh Night Scream shows a lot of character development here compared to the sullen and Withdrawn Kid from season one. Night Scream is the first character to try and welcome Novel into the maximal fold. Well that's because he likes he's like uh, he's himself in him.
1: Yeah, yeah kindred mean, spirit of sorts.
2: Just
0: like our podcast, usually Night Scream is either in uh angsty teen
2: mode or survivor guilt mode. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, stock footage from Survivor is used to illustrate Noble's story. Yeah, it's yeah, it's literally the same
0: flashback <laughs> yeah. uh, from from Night Scream's uh, tale. Because there's actually IMDb trivia for this episode. I just I didn't even think to check uh and that's the that's the first piece is that it's the same the same footage from the other episode and also thrust flips off cheater with his milk cheater with his his finger uh this act which somehow wasn't caught by the censors is one of only two such gestures in the entirety of western produced transformers cartoon series
1: (laughs) yes
2: yeah that's under trivia as well on the tf wiki and it says granted thrust only has three finger claws for hands it was still a shocker nonetheless uh mm-hmm.
0: do we know what the other exam wasn't other a shocker time? it was
2: a middle finger it's a different
0: he's yeah, <laughs> gonna say he
1: needs more fingers for the shocker
2: mm, i don't see a link to it here on the tf wiki uh i'm sure with a little diving and like a uh, a little work I could probably find it, but I think it would actually take a lot of in like actual focus work. Like I can't just like casually pick through articles to find it. Okay. Uh but there's still some gadget and powers that they noted. Uh black arachne uses a web parachute in beast mode. Don't think think too hard about the physics here. And I think they're only pointing it out because it's not like the Spider-Man thing where it's uh you know a solid web thing. She just basically makes like a web thing and it just causes her to float
1: yeah it's <laughs> i was watching it and i was like mm, that's uh, not how it no that doesn't no. That shouldn't work like,
2: like even the ones that uh that are use air currents where basically they just let a s- s- tiny little thread out yeah it would have been better than that i think or something
1: yeah um, but mind you we never really see wind on cybertron either so yeah,
2: that's true do we see fire in Earth? Well, we definitely see fire, and they do dig through the Earth.
1: We you don't know. see any heart.
2: You can buy
0: um, a Transformers Decepticon middle finger uh, for your car. A
2: bumper sticker. <laughs> Three sizes and eight colors. <laughs> uh, it also mentions that Trap has invented some communications device. It's rather odd that he's never thought to use these before, especially since their old bodies were equipped with built-in radio networks. And yeah. it also mentions Black Arachnia's usual web disks are shown to have explosive properties, which I found to be odd, too.
1: Hmm. Uh,
2: and then there was one last trivia bit besides the, uh, the thrust flipping off is unusually this episode starts with a cliffhanger. Black Arachnia falling off the grand wall before the episode titles. So I guess they started with a, a, a show opener before they went to title and and songs, I guess, hmm. or the actual like word titles.
1: Um, i'm trying to remember
2: you know um, maybe like they didn't give the titles until after the commercial because there they, was definitely a commercial break uh step here
0: yeah they had uh yeah they had the it was the the last time on
2: and then it was the <sighs> yeah like the bit, and then and then there was a definite like oh this is a break for a commercial which is kind of odd for them they usually don't do that yeah so, it was, so,
1: yeah but yeah, as uh, as Jordan alluded to, uh, we started off the episode with a "last time on Beast Machine." Every episode that we've had for like I want to say the past what half a dozen, if not more.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of stuff's happened, but I mean, it's kind of yeah. weird. But this one is just like it's saying "last time on Beast Machines," and then it comes to a guy saying a whole lot of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that summarizes it exactly the same. Pretty much. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and then we cut to uh, almost exactly where we left off last episode. We're seeing the big giant head in the sky. Also, Jordan, I totally got that reference from the Facebook <laughs> post, by the way, because I was it's thinking that so last high. week when we recorded it, but I didn't say anything because I was fearful no one else would get the reference. I so. didn't
0: read the Facebook post. What was it? Was it a third rock from the sun reference? Yes, it yes. was. Yes. Okay. See, so, yeah, I would. I Somebody made that joke. It might have been after we were done recording. Somebody made that joke last week. I think. I think it was Jordan. <laughs> Probably. I'm Not pretty sure. <laughs> whenever, whenever I was, I used to, um, I used to get drunk and watch that show, and I'd be like, "Let's watch Thirty Rock from the Sun." <laughs> Thirty Rock from the Sun. Or, and I would say the same thing if I was watching Thirty Rock.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. But Yes. So we we pick up with the Maximals viewing the giant floating head of Megatron in the sky. Rattrap is a bit surprised. They aren't dead yet.
3: He's like, why aren't we dead yet? And Cheeto is like, beats me. I, like how he says, <laughs> I just like how he says beats me. He's just like, yeah. very like eh, whatever. <laughs> I, was like, ah, I
1: was expecting it. <laughs> but yeah, all the Maximals are a bit uh, surprised to say the least. We, uh, we then get Optimus who is curious about it himself and then gets uh night scream and black arachnia to do a bit of sentry duty to try and figure out if anyone is on board this head. So they start flying up towards it with the rest of the Maximals watching on. We get uh nice cream dropping black arachnia off on the top of this, of the head And within a few seconds, she is thrown off by this defensive energy wave and literally starts falling through the sky. And we get Night Scream who hears her scream and goes to try and rescue her. And he's hit with a a, uh, energy field also. I don't
3: really get that, though, because he doesn't get as close to the Megatron head as she did. Like, he's objectively, like, farther away than she is because we can see her falling. So it's Mm. weird that, like he got hit by something. I don't know. It doesn't
1: make any sense. Yeah. And it's weird that it didn't react when they first approached the head. Like, he literally yeah. puts her on it before she's hit with it.
3: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, but. the only thing I can think of is
2: that the minute she gets zapped off, it's, like, in defensive mode. So anything that comes, like, it just basically is now looking for things coming in and just getting rid of them no matter where they go.
3: Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying it was a face-down card. And then when he attacked it, <laughs> It, it like <laughs> it flipped, and we saw its defense score, and it was higher than Black and his attack score and that Nate scream. So I swear ah, you activated Luke, my truck card. I
2: swear, if Luke ever does start that Yu-Gi-Oh thing, I really want to help do that.
3: <laughs> I um, and then like Optimus sees that his boys fall, and he's like, he he big goes big Papa Optimus and catches them more like Poptimus, Am I right? <laughs> I don't know. I got a very parental, yeah, feeling from
1: this. And it was <laughs> nice thing to remember that he could fly again.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We we see the uh, the spider web that Black Arachnia shoots out of her butt as a parachute, <sighs> mm-hmm. and uh, Altus manages to get them all landed. Night Scream is, of course, thankful that you know he didn't smush into the ground. And the the Maximals are trying to figure out, oh my god, okay, were we attacked by Megatron? And then Optimus is like, well, it seemed like it was more of a defensive measure than anything else. Because, I mean, they're not getting attacked right now by it either. Like, it was just a completely reactionary sort of thing. So, with that being said, Optimus is still a bit skeptical of things. And we then get to... Uh, I'm trying to remember how it gets to the point because they're like Opsis is like, I'm gonna try and get in contact with Megatron Spark if it's around. But then I think he sends the others to try and investigate further to figure no, out. No, no, no,
3: no, 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 no. So he, he sends them out because like Black Rectium mentions that we're gonna need the vehicles or something. Oh yes. And then yeah. like Optimus is like, You're right, go get the vehicons to help us and Rat Trap's like Oh, you just want your boyfriend back, which makes a lighter thing like not make sense, but we'll get there when we get there.
1: Yeah. But yes, so Night Scream, Cheetor, Rat Trap, and Black Arachnia all go off while Optimus is gonna he's gonna stay and uh, Man, now I wish I could remember that line from Tron Legacy. I haven't seen Tron Legacy. Uh knock on the It's okay, no one has.
2: Damn it! (laughs) I have the soundtrack. I mean, I like that. I punk. love that
1: soundtrack. I, I actually, I, think it's I actually, on the sky or something like that.
2: I actually saw a pre-screening of
0: Tron Legacy, so I saw it like before it even came out. Yeah, so wasn't and, bad.
2: It's just like utterly forgettable. And the cartoon series was actually really good, from what I've heard. Like it was actually getting, like it, it, it took a slow build up, but once it, once it got started, it was actually going in a really cool direction, from what a friend canceled. was telling me. Yeah, and then it got canceled.
1: Yeah after one season mm-hmm. it sucked because i liked that show too it was very aeon flux like in its animation yeah style. yeah
2: see I, I it's one of the it's one of those things that at some point i would like to go back and take a look at
3: yeah
1: maybe a bonus episode
3: <laughs> so we get to like this waterfall thing and there's these two like walls next to the waterfall does that look like do those look like breasts to anyone else besides me uh, hold on let me i'm i'm just about uh mm. there's like there's two sets of them on either, either yeah. side of the waterfall mm. is that just me i think it was cassie didn't see it <laughs> well uh,
1: it almost looks like breasts and a penis underneath them
3: i don't I mean, know i i, I, I mean it kind of I, I didn't i see can the, I, I, I can see what you're saying with the penis thing but i didn't see the penis i just saw the breasts I could see it as being like a vest armor kind of thing. So Yeah, yeah. vest thing. And then like the boobs but, are the big circles at the bottom. But apparently that's yeah. just me.
1: <laughs> or it could just nice. be like really big whistles.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that could. I mean. If, so it's, four it's like,
1: really it's, big whistles.
3: It's like yeah. an ink blot. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And I have revealed myself to be a pervert. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, is that really that much of a reveal?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I do like the line though when they come here and it's like, what makes you think they're there uh, the vehicons are here? And then they just look over and there's just all these like bullet holes and like, know, like scorch mark well, scorch marks and stuff. Yeah. The and they're
3: like, wait, what were they fighting? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> they were pals, they were shooting at each other. That's they were just I shooting the, I mean they were just shooting things. I mean, to shooting
0: we've things. established what what else are they gonna do? Yeah.
1: <laughs> True <laughs> enough. <laughs> But yes, it turns out that the Viacons are there and they're sort of ambushing the maximals and the maximals like what are you doing? They're like you ambushed us first and the maximals like what are you talking about? You're ambushing us right now. This is the first time. They're like oh yeah, sure, whatever. So this this reminded
0: me this this reminded me of that scene in West Side Story where the sharks and jets are like well you did this to us you did this to us well you that's because you did this to us it was like back and forth yeah and then it turns out that the um the jets are just racist because they went after the they started going after the puerto ricans as soon as they got off the boat
3: Yep. anyway yeah um anyway uh jet they're like we just want to talk guys and they're like okay fine but also you look like you got a real straight face. You're a bunch of liars because you clearly attach this because mm. Cheetor, I know that you sometimes are a dragon. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I, like, I also really like the idea <laughs> that Viacons are not inherently evil. They've just been they've just been uh, like under, All you know, epic. working for Megatron because they have to. Yeah. So like they're like, uh-huh. oh, Maximals, you know, you Maximals are really good at lying. That's a trait that Maximals have that Viacons don't have. Like, mm-hmm. like in in Beast Wars, if it was Predacons, they're like, they like brag about lying. Like, yeah, the, that's it's literal, Literally, like, deception is like one of the things that they is
2: one of the tenets of of being a Predacon.
3: Well, yeah, because they was kind of Decepticons. So. Yeah,
2: I was gonna say maybe yeah. it was an ancestry thing being being part of the Decepticons. Um, and that's
3: why these guys are Vehicons really and not. <laughs> but yeah, they have a they have a talky thing, and and Black Lightning is like talks about mm-hmm. Silverbolt again, and, and Jetstorm like mouse him off and then rat trap who just earlier was making fun of black arachnia from wanting her boyfriend back says so like hey silverbolt was my friend and i'm like what the fuck rat trap make up your fucking mind <laughs> <laughs> don't tease her about it and say he was your friend too you should be concerned then about getting him Look, back as the well the only person who can make fun of silverbolt is him yeah
0: yeah i mean that that makes that makes sense <laughs> to me like you can You can, uh, you can poke fun at your friends, but like when other people try to make fun of your friends.
3: Yes, you can poke fun at your, but but Uh, the problem is though, is that like, okay, he's not, okay, imagine you're like, your friend's missing, and then you're also friends with his girlfriend, and then the girlfriend's talking about how she misses her boyfriend, and hope they find him soon, and then you're like, you just brought your boyfriend back. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like I, I understand like ripping, but like that's a little different. The situation they're in.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: I also think I also think that be that like there's a difference between because like Rat Trap obviously I, I don't think there's any dispute that Rat Trap would like to have Silverbolt back, but him calling out the fact that Black Arachnea's judgment might be compromised in the situation is a little different than just completely. Uh, you know belittling silver existence
2: yeah i think it's more of just the fact that rat trap's a jerk and he'll call out anyone and yeah
0: and yeah, chance. i
1: mean also yes rat trap's a jerk i mean that's the that's one well, of the founding principles of this podcast i, mean, I was gonna was say my... we founded that episode one rat trap is
3: okay okay so that was my initial like forward and then okay i, I mean you guys i mean you guys told me about it, how like i i wasn't right so that's cool <laughs> oh <laughs> well then, then we're sorry or at least i'm sorry, uh, <laughs> I'm well,
2: sorry.
0: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> at least we got at least the truth came out one way or the other
1: but yes so because i'm also
0: antagonistic i'm the rat trap of this <laughs>
3: podcast yeah so. i've said that before
1: Well, <laughs> yes uh so as all this bickering is going on they are then given a moment's pause when they hear a roar from emitting somewhere around them uh everybody's sort of looking around wondering like what the hell was that the maxwells immediately transform and are sort of you know ready for a battle and they start running away and the vehicles are like hey wait for us yeah they start (laughs) following along behind um when as it turns out there was a dragon behind them all the along, so
0: so that dragon's roar i was I almost captured it as the sound, but then I didn't um, but like every time the dragon roars, it sounds different. It was the first time it really did sound like somewhere between Chewbacca and Godzilla, and then like other times it sounds more like a just like a regular roar. And other times it sounds like that. It's 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 weird to me that it it's like every time it's it's a different. Like they didn't just use the same
1: sound effect. Yeah. Maybe they got a hold of like some you know yeah. non copyrighted material and they're like, hey, these sounds sort of similar.
3: Yeah. Speaking of similarities, this dragon looks very similar.
1: Hmm. Yeah, because the Maximals and the Viacons uh, wind up getting into. I don't know. It's sort of like an alleyway, like a bridge that's closed off, sort of. Uh, Jess Storm and Cheetor sort of start bickering a bit back and forth because Storm, of course, doesn't like getting told what to do by somebody who's not Megatron. Uh, Cheetor's
3: like, don't listen to me. I don't care if you listen to me. It's like, like go die if you want. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> but as they start bickering... But Cheetor
0: does say, that's an order at one point, doesn't he? Like
3: to no. the vehicles i don't know <laughs> i think he just
2: says it in general i thought he said in general like in like, order he, to he, everyone he,
3: he gives an order and then and then jet storms like you all take orders from you and he's like hey if you want to stay behind get killed by that monster and fine by yeah. me like he's like he doesn't say like that's an order he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't try to like authoritate over these guys but he has a point like it's like okay well if you don't want to listen to me, you just don't have to. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm not forcing you to listen to me. <laughs> Isn't
1: there a point where he says that's an order, and and that's where we get Thrust giving flipping him off?
3: I think that's that later. might happen later. Right. Maybe okay. it happens right later. But, I don't know. I only watched this but thing right, once. But right now, I just like that part where he's like. I mean, okay, but don't listen to me. I mean, I'm not forcing yeah. you to do it, so like, fuck off.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I do like there is a moment here uh, because the dragon starts appearing as Jetstorm and Cheeto are arguing, and they turn their attention to it, and Thrust actually starts to cower a little bit, and it's <laughs> yeah. very waspinator. He
3: hides behind I Black Arachnia. I mean, it's <laughs>
2: yeah. Like he looks, he looks a moment, and he realizes that he's like completely out in the open, and then he goes hide behind black arachnea.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, Max will see the dragon for the first time, which starts shooting these fireballs everywhere out of its mouth. Also, it's just, something very similar to, like, we've seen this before, almost. It's
3: just just spitting yeah. them all over the place. And the yeah. dragon's using his ultimate. That's why he's so many. Things.
1: I know what it's reminding me of. Super Mario. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so... Everybody's getting... chased. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, Kendall.
3: <laughs> well, then clearly they've got to go and like grab the axe, and they'll be okay. Yeah. Better <laughs> if they can
1: just hit a box and find a star.
3: Yeah, that works too.
1: Yeah. But yeah, so everybody's getting chased by this dragon all of a sudden now, which is firing fireballs at them as it gives chase. The... As the Maximals are getting chased, we then cut to Optimus, who is still in, on the ground you know, with Megatron's ginormous head, and he decides to uh, try and meditate to contact Megatron's spark. And it's all very, you know, he's like, Megatron, if you're out there, say something. And then we get a multitude of Megatron heads just, you know, almost like they're taunting Optimus, and like, res- the response is echoing. And Optimus is sort of, you know, he he's a bit freaked out.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I've got. I think. I think we should just let the listeners listen to this scene because the audio is like this. Is that it will speak to the scene?
1: Yeah. Let's see if your spark wants to chat, Megatron. Megatron, if your spark can hear me, call out to me. That wasn't a sentient (laughs) mind.
0: it's just like it's the it's like they just need to throw in these trippy scenes like they're like we figured out how to do this let's do it as much as possible let's make yeah. make these yeah because <laughs> it's like yeah it's like a thousand disembodied megatron heads laughing and yelling at at Optimus and Optimus screaming and
3: I think Optimus screaming was a little bit like, come on, Optimus, what do you think was going to happen? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: do you think he was just going to like
3: sit down and have a like, chat with Megatron? This is like your sixth <laughs> time you've done one of was spirit journeys. Get fucking used to it. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been really funny to him. He's just like, ah. <laughs> not this bullshit again.
1: It would have been funny if he had just responded to us like, okay, can you knock it off with of the theatrics just this one time? Really? Yeah. Yeah. But- but yes, so once we, we hear Optimus saying that that wasn't a sentient mind, I'm thinking to myself, how is it not a sentient mind when it, it responded? It, it told you to shut up. But, I think well, that was just coincidence, and it was just
2: random things careening through the the ether. Ether. Yeah. yeah,
0: I suppose. Yeah, that's sort of what I took it as. It was like a bunch of random responses, a bunch of in- instincts. Like it felt more like a... Almost like a wild animal, uh, just those those instinctual things or whatever. I keep saying instinct, but that's what I'm getting. That's what my instinct is telling me, um, like as opposed to a conscious, coherent communication. A kind con- of yeah. response to the thing. Yeah.
1: yeah, I can see that. So we then return to the other maximals as they're still getting attacked by this dragon, uh, jetstorm. Pops out from his hidey hole and he's about to try and attack and Cheetor is like, no, wait, he's like, we shouldn't attack it. I mean, if Optimus were here, he'd be like, no, this is a, a creature we shouldn't be trying to to attack. We should be trying to, you know, just try and understand it. And just is like, I do not care.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's like, we, we shouldn't be trying to destroy it. We should be trying to understand it or something like that. And we can't yes. do that if it's dead. And so he's, he's like, said, "I'll
3: give you the biggest piece." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, If you want to study it, you will just give you the biggest piece. He's yeah. gonna give him the best <laughs> carve after the monster hunt. <laughs> yeah. I've been playing so, Monster Hunter. It's a good game. Yes. <laughs> so, so,
1: so he fl- he goes flying towards the dragon. The dragon shoots a fireball, hits Jetstorm, and you know he goes flying. <laughs> and <then sighs> this is where Cheetor says, "That's an order." Trust turns around and he's like, order this <laughs> flips off Cheetor. Which I thought was great. But then I was like
3: And then I was like, good idea, like turning your back on the giant fire breathing monster.
1: Yeah, because he gets shot away and it's like, Oh, looks like Team Viacon's blasting off again.
3: <laughs> you seen him meow. Yep. Wait, 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 wait. Which one's Jesse and which one's James? I feel like Jet storms Jesse and Ross yeah. is James. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. just, based on force of personality. Yeah, I think that's the case. Mm. What do you think, Kendall? I, I, I don't know.
0: Um, <laughs> it's okay. I, because I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like Jesse and James have distinct enough personalities that like that's one of bullshit. them is the type A and one well, of them is the type B.
3: Well, yeah, you, you probably only seen, seen them
2: in the fir- in the first season of Pokemon,
0: though. Even in
3: the first season, I feel like Jesse's like the the one well, in charge. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. To some extent, that's probably true. I I, I don't know. It's it's been a I few years. Jesse, yeah. It's been a few years. I haven't paid much attention. I don't know that they. I don't know that they perfectly line up, though. Like, I think that. No, I don't, I don't think I don't, I don't yeah. think
3: most characters perfectly line up when you compare them each, yeah, to each other. Yeah, but like
0: because like Jet, Jet Storm and Thrust are very different. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how they t- the, how they work together going forward because I feel like they've always in up to this point they've really operated more independently. Um, but now they're they're their own faction, so they kind of work just just them. They don't have all their you know all their drones and stuff. So
1: yeah, they don't have to listen to the man.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: but i mean it's megatron like it's is not, not like he's Giovanni. like
2: a giant head floating and watching their every moment
1: yeah because that's not creepy whatsoever <laughs> well, yeah, Zordon. So... <laughs> i
3: didn't have a joke i just wanted to say zordon <laughs> just all of a sudden it just popped into your head it's like Zordon. on it's like don't yeah. even know why.
0: Okay, so we were I'm talking,
1: now. We were talking about the Power Rangers comics before we started recording,
0: mm-hmm. and this thing has stuck out I in in I think it was the main book, one of the more recent issues. Uh there's this thing where a bunch of people got turned into finster monsters and or something, and somebody was like it was like a almost like a zombie infection allegory type thing. Not allegory, but like whatever you would say anyway, uh, first, first one l- like pastiche or something, but it was that everyone was getting, was turned, getting turned into monsters who were also conspiracy nuts. So like, they would be like, uh, the, the grassy knoll. And then they would throw grass at somebody or something like that. And they would throw, they were throwing out. So it was referencing like all these, all these different, uh, conspiracy theories. And so there were a lot of like jokes, like, <sighs> in the background and stuff and somebody said at one point they said there's only one olsen twin oh yeah that's
2: that's uh that's actually a... john oliver oh
0: the, oh it, oh, it <laughs> is yeah, john oh, okay.
2: john oliver's john oliver has been repeatedly said it's just one olsen twin all those pictures of just her moving back and forth really fast
3: oh okay
2: <laughs> well i mean is... i don't know if, it, if he originated it but he's been he's been doing a, a long uh Okay. Uh, running joke of it on his show. Well, on last week tonight. Well, still that
0: means that probably the comic writer guy stole it from. Oh him. yeah, that makes that comic even worse than I thought it was. Okay, Aww. never mind. It's one <laughs> redeeming quality
2: is gone now. <laughs> I w- I was thinking they were just grabbing uh conspiracy theories from all over the place.
0: Right, right. It was like all over the place, but like that. But most of that issue was bad. And not like, not particularly clever or interesting, but for some reason that, because I had never heard that conspiracy theory and it (laughs) is like a perfect, like, it's a, it's like a, such a weird thing to, that would actually be a thing, you know? Uh, Yeah. Because these days it's rare to find a a new conspiracy theory that's not actually racist. So, you know, anyway, um, moving on. I, dera- I apologize for derailing the conversation, but I mean this is an episode about racism. <laughs> <laughs> do they find oh Do they my. find the
3: guy yet? Is that I where we're lost at? Lost track of the conversation. I have no idea what we said. <laughs> so I hope it wasn't too bad. <laughs>
1: Uh, no, we right before commercial break, we we've got this dragon shooting almost seemingly randomly. But as it turns out, it actually hit a wall and sent debris crashing down onto the Maximals to bury them a little bit. Uh, when well, we come back from the commercial break, the the Maximals are back in their beast forms. And they managed to, you know, throw the debris off of themselves, you know, checking to make sure everybody's OK and whatnot. Uh Cheetor of course isn't overly happy and Ravshop everybody's you know still kind of skittish cuz they hear the roar again but Cheetor's like no we got to find this thing and figure out what's going on here so they start searching again we um we sort of get a bit of a like the team is is going across this bridge we see this waterfall again and they keep hearing this roar but as they cross this bridge, instead of finding the dragon, and Night Scream is the first one across the bridge, he stops and he sees something sort of in an alcove off to the side. Rat trap in his little handy dandy, you know, back of holding, pulls out a flashlight and shines it, and we see this wolf. And everybody is a bit perplexed and, and the wolf is like cowering, holding his face in his hand, trying to hide, and he's like stay back he's like the the beast it, it's somewhere around it's trying to get me and everybody's a bit perplexed as to uh, where he came from and and whatnot
0: <laughs> uh, uh, so here's here's the little interact the beginning of that interaction
1: yeah who or what is that stay away, stay away. don't hurt
3: me uh, the maximal another survivor like me don't be afraid (laughs) we're all friends here
1: no go away leave me alone
3: we just want to help has that thing out there been after you it's all right you're safe now
1: i was pretty scared when they found me too please
3: tell us
2: where did you come from how did you get here i
1: don't know
0: and then he goes into his story. So um, in case you guys were wondering, this episode did not actually come out in the 90s, but uh, the design of of this new character, this super buff Wolfman thing, is probably the most 90s character's design. <laughs> like, he's he's probably just stolen from, they probably just stole the model from the Street Sharks cartoon. There
3: was probably a wolf villain in that. I mean, like you're not wrong. Yeah, it's but pretty I, I,
1: extreme.
3: I, I I can't. I can also say that I love it, <laughs> and also I I debated saying this. He's a very handsome old boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm not. It's not even a criticism, but
0: it is just very specific. Um. Well, I well I'll have criticisms of him going forward, but uh, but like just just from this scene like that first when you first see him it's like yeah that guy is was somebody somebody drew him in the 90s
3: yeah all his toy design and like he's all much to- more red in the toy design for the toy design,
2: it's so oh
3: but i mean i i understand why they couldn't make it better because it's like really hard to do like any of these toys as transformations but yeah
1: yeah the uh so, yes, this this wolf uh, goes into a story eerily similar to Night Screams.
2: So uh, eerily similar Gen. that the f- flashbacks gives us flashbacks. Yeah. yeah the
3: <laughs> flashback is, is, isn't it like literally the flashback that? Yeah. Had? Yeah. They just,
2: yeah.
0: And, and was it did both of them and both of them just fell in a hole? Yeah. So That's how you survive. That's point. how you survive. If there's ever if there's ever a crazy virus outbreak, just fall into a really deep hole. And you'll be and good. become an animal. Yeah, because I get to remember that's a very important part.
1: Or find yeah. some really old bones. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I mean, I figure that's kind of implied. If you fall into a deep hole, that's just what happens.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, it's what it's either that. Well, that's or how I become
3: to... an animal. I'll just go do that then. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, it's either that, or you go to Wonderland, or you pop you pop out the other end, and you're like on the other side of the planet or something. That's what I've always been told, anyway.
0: Go to go to China.
1: Yeah, but yes. So we we have uh, after the origin, this wolf is still pretty scared uh, because apparently this dragon has been chasing him. He's like, it's been... I'm
2: honestly surprised though because this wolf, like you said, just to design itself, but he's pretty much t- towers over all the others. Yeah, and is like obviously buff and stuff like that, and you just think, what it's would scare cool. him?
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's a pretty big boy. Yes. Yes. Speaking of guns, (laughs) we get the the vehicle showing back up again, uh, shooting wildly and randomly, trying to apparently coax this dragon out again.
2: Yeah. And that's where we get the come out and play line.
1: Yes, even though the last...
3: (laughs) Warriors! Come back to play!
1: (laughs) So... (laughs) So, yeah, the the vehicles wind up flying and driving off uh, as the Maxwells were distracted by them, and when Night Scream turns his attention back to this wolf, it's gone. So it was just a strafing run. Yes, so we then return to, to Optimus, who is still meditating a little bit, uh, but he's then contacted by Cheetor on this new communicator they have. Cheetor's like, uh, Boss Monkey, we could really use your help. And Optimus is like, I'm on my way. And then he goes flying off again, but not before casting a one last glance at Megatron's giant head. And then he activates so his rockets creepy. and flies away. Yeah, it's It looks really like his eyes weird.
3: are following you. Almost, but I don't think they are. It's like when you have that effect from painting. Like, well, I was gonna
2: say it's like one of those pictures, you know, where if you just move and the eyes follow you all the all the way around the room.
1: Yeah, almost. It, it's almost like a perspective thing, and because it's so big that the eyes just—it seems like they are following you when, in fact, they're they're really just stationary, but they're just so big. I um, feel like it's.
0: I feel like it's reminiscent of the the blimps in uh in uh the batman the animated series and uh the equivalent in uh in the watchmen like just sort of like there's this thing that's hovering over the city that's watching us all yeah
3: yeah
1: i could sort of get that vibe from it it's um yeah i sort of, i can see that yeah it's like ever watching just yeah, any way you look at it, 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 I would get the impression that it was watching me, even if it was like a Every sideways
0: take,
2: glance. Or like a yeah. big move you make
0: or like a like a cyberpunk type thing. Like, I, I don't know Every of specific examples, but like, <laughs> but like, uh, I don't know. I just watched I just watched the new Blade Runner movie. And I feel like in there, like there's there's always like these giant, you know, giant advertisements everywhere. And. And uh, like having a a floating head that's a giant advertisement or that's a camera that's watching or whatever uh, would fit into that world.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I think if the planet was up and running, I think we would definitely see something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, So we've returned to the Maxwell's who they're all transformed again and they're looking around to try and find this wolf but instead they happen upon the dragon and night scream yeah the night scream like just charges right at it uh automatically assuming that it's done something with the wolf and which as it turns out his name is i think we already find out that his name is noble right he says
3: his name's noble yeah Yeah. Yeah. which is
0: yeah i'll i'm gonna save my i have some opinions about this episode that are pretty mm-hmm.
1: strong i'm gonna save them till the end okay yeah um but night scream is rescued by black arachne who <gasps> shoots him with a web and manages to pull him out of the way uh the dragon then in turn goes flying off and the Maxwells give chase uh they come to an alley with some scattered debris they aren't sure where the dragon has gone at this point <laughs> Yeah. We've got a bit of a, a back and forth between Rat Trap and Cheetor, because Rat Trap's like, "Why are we trying to find this thing that's, you know, going to try and kill us?" And Cheetor's like, "No, we need to try and, and and corner it, figure out what it is, and you know, not." And he, says, it.
3: And he says, "Like, it's just scared and confused." Exactly. And he says, "It's it, we gotta we gotta try and help it. That's what Optimus would have wanted." And as if on cue, Optimus is like, "Thanks to the vote of confidence," it shows up.
1: Yeah. So we, we get a bit of a, a Optimus gets a bit of a briefing on what's going on. And from here, he's like, okay, he's like, we're going to try and separate so that we can cover more ground, but do not engage it. Which is funny because when they find it, they sort of engage it. <laughs> I mean, they yeah, don't well, shoot it directly, they, but
3: they, they, they heard it. But it, yeah, I feel like I feel like don't engage. It would be like just watching it and then telling everyone it's there. Yeah. But, yeah. Um. Well, the, the problem is
0: it's not clear. Like this is this is the the Maximals have no end game. Like yeah. this is this is like <laughs> l- find it and then don't do anything if you see it. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't say. Yeah, he doesn't say if you see it, don't engage. Just yeah, just just let us know on the comms and I'll. Do blah 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 or you're just you know just just observe observe it and report or something like i i guess i, guess I just inferred
3: that's what he meant but then like that's not what they do yeah. so yeah uh, yeah
0: so yeah i mean i that would make the most sense but it's just like I, and i mean i guess they're tight on time they do they got to have these extended walking sequences um yeah. yeah
3: god
1: we had so much of that this episode yeah
3: <laughs> well to be fair rat trap's rolling
1: <laughs> you could yeah, say he's it. rolling out
3: rolling around at the
1: speed of sound not
3: really he's going pretty slow he <laughs> yeah.
1: hears tires sort of going all around. you don't know what
0: the speed of sound is on cybertron shut no <laughs> no
3: we do because they talk to each other we see it <laughs> hear so-
1: it so yeah, we, we get a bit of an extended scene where it cuts between all of the different Maxwells. You know, they hear some roaring and whatnot. We then cut to Rat Trap because, of course, it's Rat Trap and this is always going to happen. He's the one who finds the dragon first. He screams and, yeah.
3: and then chills and hides. And the dragon's like, huh, he's chill. I guess I'll leave him alone yeah and then walks he, away yep
1: yeah, he just literally walks right by him he they literally go snout to snout he's and the dragon just yeah the
0: that's dra- it hulk just wants to be left and, alone
3: he got yeah, snout exactly. to snout and then the dragon just gives him a little tiny kiss It doesn't happen. that would have <laughs> been, really been really funny though
1: we had to just licked him with his with his yeah, yeah, that'd
3: be cute. And then he walks
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. away. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's walking away. It's sort of snapping its jaws a little bit, and we then get Cheetor who sees its shadow moving as it's you know crunching up some some cycle drones. And Cheetor takes it upon himself to sort of try and corral it, I guess, by blowing up a bridge above to send some debris crashing down and block its path. Um, then. You know, all the other Maxwells start heading towards the noise.
3: This is like, OK, like, OK, remember the episode where they had the truce and then they just like ended up hitting each other with like slapstick shit. Yes. Maybe that's maybe that's literally what it means for like for like Transformers. Don't engage <laughs> means don't like engage. don't shoot at it. <laughs> yeah. 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 You <laughs> can shoot around it, but not at uh, it. Maybe, maybe
0: that's maybe that's OK. You just OK. <laughs> Kendall's got a whole new point of view on that well, episode. no 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 no. i'm just i've got some opinions that i'm gonna save till the end so that i don't end up repeating myself mm-hmm.
1: so we we get the the maximals all converging now on the dragon uh op, Night scream sort of pops out of a pipe uh above it and it's you know sort of a bit apprehensive and night scream seems to notice that it's like what are you why are you staring at me and also seems to you know be cautiously optimistic uh the vehicons of course show up though and you know being them they're acting like a bit of jerks and at first I thought the dragon was wagging its tail like I thought it, was, it almost <laughs> seemed happy to see them for a minute but funnily enough it was just a precursor because it, must it was have, the like, wind up yeah it was the wind up it slaps them and they go flying like Team Rocket earlier I
2: I also like how Jet Swim realizes it almost immediately.
1: Yeah, he's like, uh oh. <laughs> um, we then get Optimus, who, uh, in classic animal herding fashion, tries to hold out his hand to to sort of coax this dragon to calm it down. Uh, Night Scream then volunteers. He's like, here, let me try. And as he approaches the dragon, at first, you know, is freaking out.
3: And, and everyone boring. just kind of like looks
1: at each other for a bit. Yeah. And Cheetor is like mm-hmm. about to start swinging his swords. And Night Scream's like, no, don't do it. And yeah, so. that's
3: what happens. Because yeah, there's like three shots of like Night Scream looks at Cheetor. Cheetor looks at Optimus. Optimus looks at Cheetor. Cheetor looks at Night Scream. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah.
1: And Cheetor raises his swords. And Night Scream's like, no, don't. And then, you know, things calm down. Uh, Night Scream then puts his hand out and actually touches the dragon and then it seems to respond a bit and calms down and then it starts to transform into noble uh-huh.
3: from beast to beast the action's least I mean <laughs> uh,
1: we really I couldn't think that. of anything else yeah. we were trying to brainstorm that before the episode and we're like uh. yeah probably okay. the same as the beast
0: bot the action's hot so yeah. here's the here's that sound clip rat Trap's a fun I don't guy. believe
1: it he's pure organic good work night scream
0: they're both the same guy <laughs> a transformer who changes from beast to beast oh boy, now I've seen everything I just yeah. love I love when rattrap just says they're both the same guy like <laughs> 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 like like uh you know it's, it's like if somebody I feel like if somebody revealed that like Batman is actually Bruce Wayne, he's like, they're yeah. both the same guy, you <laughs> no, know, or, or so he's like,
3: no, actually he's like, Bruce Wayne. Why? just is Batman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like you could isolate that sound clip and apply it to a lot of moments in a lot of properties uh, where they, you know, where they reveal. The yeah,
3: yeah, totally. <laughs>
0: uh, but I, I like that delivery. That's, yeah, it's probably the one of the only things that I like about the episode is Rat Trap's delivery of that line. Uh.
1: Um, yeah, it, it was a pretty good line read, I think. Also, I'm sorely tempted to say something to do with cowbell because of all the Christopher Walken stuff.
3: All of it. The one yeah. reference. All, yeah. of so much. all of it. All of it. Bruce
1: Wayne, what are, you, what are you doing with that cowbell?
3: He plays cowbell, you idiot. I don't know. I tried.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so everybody is sort of beside themselves at this point. Uh, Noble sort of has come back to his senses a little, uh, but is unsure as to what's going on. Uh, Nice Cream sort of puts him at ease a little bit, and he, he looks around, and we get our first sort of hint a little bit uh this might
3: be a little sinister
1: yeah he takes on a bit of an expression there
3: and has a musical sting that like doesn't look yeah sound good i mean (laughs) yeah it just generally i was like i was like is this what i think it is yeah. And yeah, I'm not gonna say anymore. <laughs> so
1: we then cut to the the Maxwells are walking with Noble. They've they sort of explained things a little bit and oh, okay. uh, no,
3: that, it happens at the end of the episode of Sinister. Yeah.
1: Well we get two because there's sort of a little bit of a a look that it gives the end of that second last scene, and then this scene, uh Night Scream says that Optimus is gonna try and help, and Optimus says, We'll do what we can to try and help you. And Noble's sort of like, I, I don't know what I did to deserve this help. He's like, but I appreciate it. And,
3: and he's like scared that he's, he says it's a bad idea. And Night Scream's like, no, nah, Optimus is a great psychiatrist. He helped me with my problems. Don't worry yeah. about it.
1: <laughs> and, you know, Noble this is what a
3: musical the, sting is. And
1: yeah, familiar. and because and Noble at first looks at both of them and he's like, you know, he seems kind of hopeful. And then he sort of glances skyward and he takes on this sort of sinister look to his face and his brow froze a bit and then that's the end of the episode so mm-hmm.
3: i liked it i don't know gonna say stuff bad stuff about it but i <laughs> liked it i thought it was fun i like noble i like his design i like the idea of like this 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 dragon that turns into a werewolf which is like my two favorite (laughs) monsters so like great i like i love it i i I like the interactions between the uh the vehicons and the maximals and yeah i don't know i liked it but let's hear the bad stuff Ken. okay so so
0: basically i think this is the worst episode of the series so far Um, okay i don't oh wow oh right i mean uh... I, i mean like so, so I just, I really got the feeling that they're out of ideas. Like, um, first of all, the name, uh, I guess if his name is just Noble and if they do something with his character in the future, like that makes that clever, it might, I might change this. But like the, the, the idea that, you know, the, the episode's called Savage Noble. And they, they were, you know, it's like, you know, he's, he's got his noble form and his savage form. And it's like, it's not just that that's racist. It's also like really un- unoriginal. And, and just like when you, when you kind of compare it to other name, you know, names like Rat Trap and Cheetor and Quick Strike and Silver Bolt and everything, like, ev- even, even like Tankor, like, is, is, I feel like is a better, is a better name than, than just noble. Cause it just doesn't feel like, like it doesn't, it doesn't reference his, that he's a wolf, like call him Dragon Wolf or something. I, you know, I, I don't know. It just feels very, it feels very phoned in. Um, uh, I or don't. Or Talon. Like,
1: Talon would have been a good Ta- name.
0: Talon. Yeah. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I don't write Transformers cartoons. Uh, there's got to be. There are definitely people who name transformers for a living, and could have come up with something better than that. Uh, I think that um, Savage's design is kind of weird. Like the, especially its head. It's like I
1: not like just that, that. It's a dragon. It's, weird, it's
3: I like that. It's weird and creepy. It looks like a like a like like a weird mutated dragon thing. Nah, I, I, like. I mean.
0: And, and again, and I think the thing is like, it's, it's a combination of all these things. So like if, if it had, if, if Savage's other form was, was also weird or somehow connected to that form or something, but like Noble's, Noble's design, which also in and of itself isn't, isn't actively bad is just really boring. Like I, I feel like he's that you know the the super buff wolf character has been in was in a million 90s cartoons
3: i guess i'm biased cuz i just, again I, I just like werewolves a lot so i just like how he looks and
1: well, and, and there's nothing wrong with that i mean everybody's got their their own personal i personally i thought that the noble design was wasn't too bad um i think it sort of matched up with the rest of the stuff but and i apologize i don't mean to, to interrupt. kind of you go ahead
0: okay yeah i'm i'm almost done But I mean, yeah, like I guess, yeah, you know, we sort of talked about the 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 don't engage do weird stuff bit and that it was reminiscent of the truce episode, which might have also subconsciously brought in some negativity. And then even (laughs) the even the scene, which I have liked these weird, trippy optimist dream sequence scenes, but even this Megatron sequence, it felt really phoned in and 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 it's getting repetitive because it's like they're doing this just over and over and over, uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like this could be again, like, and this isn't the first time I've said this. I feel like this could be a turning point for the series in a bad way. And a lot of this stuff is the same kind of stuff that I noticed in later Beast Wars, which is why, which is why it's a little distressing, uh, you know, especially since this is, this is the next season. Like the, I don't know how production worked, but obviously there was, you, you know, from February to August, there were six months between episodes. So there must have been this one must have been produced later than uh, than the, than the last episode that sort of wrapped up the the arc uh, of the first season. Yeah,
1: yeah, that would make sense. I mean, aesthetically, I think Noble is very similar to what we're seeing with the other characters. Um, I think. Savage. I hate I hate using that word, but I'm gonna refer to it as the dragon. I find the dragon. (laughs) Um yeah. I found the dragon, it almost elicited I almost want to say almost like the worms from Dune. Almost. If if the worms from Dune were smaller and had wings
3: Again, I don't see it as a like bad those, thing. The
1: smaller graphics from <laughs> Trimmers. Well, yeah, I could say that. it's yeah, again. That it's not.
0: I, I don't know. It, it's it, it's not like, and it's again. It's a combination of all these things. Like you could have had that design, and then have his other form. Uh, I, I think it's it's because the the forms are. I don't like either design that much, but they're completely different from each other. So you could have so they have no limitations with what they could do with either design and they make a weird a kind of weird looking dragon that looks just sort of like a generic monster um and then a and then like the most generic design of any transformer ever
3: uh yeah i mean like i i i don't think he looks that generic of a monster i think it's kind of like a a really interesting like mo- like again it, it's very monstrous i like mm-hmm. the fact that it's like it looks weird and wrong and over uh, uh, overworldly. And like, it just looks like, like, cause you know, it, it looks like he was kind of like not supposed to be like this, but it kind of just happened. And cause again, like he's, he's, he's an anomaly. He's a transformer that goes from beast to beast. And I know you're right. in that, that that's that character archetype was overplayed of like a character who like, you know, like the Hulk, or like werewolf stories in general, or like Beast has stories like that, where like, oh, I'm like a super noble, smart guy who like then goes all berserker, ragey. But I like that archetype. I don't. Again, I don't I like mind. Werewolves. No,
0: I I don't <laughs> mind
3: the the archetype.
0: It just really bothers me that it's like they had complete freedom for the dragon design and they had complete free freedom for the wolf design, and they because they chose not to have them. Not to have any kibbles and bits, not to have anything that reminded you of one with the other, which I could see why that would be a creative decision, but then have a better design. Like, don't, I, I, I mean, I'll concede that Savage is like probably fine as is. Like, like, or really Noble would be fine as is if, if there was some, I don't know, it just seems so arbitrary having a wolf turn into a dragon and, and not having them i i mean yeah i mean aside from them being like mythical creatures like there's not a connection like it would be interesting if it was a, a wolf turning into a a tiger you know a cat a dog turning into a cat or uh uh a you know a, a mouse turning into an something elephant? that eats a mouse or something yeah or a mouse turning into an elephant or something like animals that animals that, that you could pair or even like uh, like like an aquatic animal turning into a an, an aerial animal it just seems just so arbitrary it, it just feels wrong a wolf turning a werewolf turning into a dragon
2: is just i don't know i
0: you love just, it
3: i'm sorry <laughs> you just have well, trouble no, seeing I... the
2: natural evolutionary prog- progression to that to that phase
0: well, it's just yeah. – yeah, I mean yeah, – uh, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm I put kidding. this off to the end so I wouldn't repeat myself and I keep repeating myself. Yeah. I'm done. I'm not going to repeat <laughs> myself
1: anymore. <laughs> I, I, I get where you're – or at least I, yeah. I hope I get where, where you're coming from, Kendall. I, I understood – or I, I had the thought too of like because I know where this is leading, I'm trying to figure out where we get the wolf in the grand scheme of things. So the dragon I understand. But in the grand scheme of things, I really don't know. And I have absolutely no problem with with the design. I just can't figure out for the life of me how we got the wolf in all of this.
2: You're not the the one who's been trying to figure
0: it out. Yeah,
1: unless it's supposed to be like, oh, wolf in sheep's clothing sort of thing. But even that's like two on the nose for me. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Having a lamb turning into a lion, you know, like (laughs) (laughs) – have it a, a what do dragons eat
2: prince everything sheep.
0: have it gold turning into a dragon I don't, <laughs> I don't know is there a mythical creature that has a clear prey
3: like trying
1: mm, to think. not really I mean, it depends
3: depends on like the, the world you go to but like
1: yeah. i will
3: say that in like most like fantasy worlds dragons are the top of the food chain <laughs> Right, yeah. right,
1: right. They'll normally eat stuff like livestock or sheep. They'll
3: eat anything, like, like yeah. literally. Like, I mean, like, even, especially like in say Dungeons and Dragons, where the dragons are like, like okay, there are like, like literally deities, dragons, and then everything else. Like, <laughs> like they're not as good as deities, but they're better than literally everything else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I guess the the thing is, the thing is, a lot of a lot
0: of those in a lot of those archety- those fantasy archetypes it is man or the anthropomorphic type people with two legs and two arms uh whatever you would whatever you would call like men humanoid. and elves and dwarves and humanoid like the hu- yeah. yeah all the humanoid types versus the versus the beasts it's not necessarily beast versus beast mm.
3: I mean like, I, there are some that kind of like get into that which is always interesting when it has like that kind of stuff where it's like oh like um like i mean there are a little bit where it's like dwarves don't like giants they don't like each other like orcs yeah. and like like or like dwarves have a have a racial bonus against orcs and goblinoids and like some in uh-huh. some like uh, uh uh systems it depends but yeah like pretty much
1: yeah yeah <sighs> Oh, yeah.
3: okay i'm, I'm anyway. sorry i wasn't paying to the
2: last time because i was humming into the wood songs
3: <laughs> it's
0: it's fine we're i we're going around in circles let's move Anticor, on Core, imaginary griffin
2: extinct Did anybody else have anyways opinions about the episode
1: yeah jordan we really didn't hear too much about your thoughts on the episode
2: uh, i kind of liked it i mean the design is i odd but i think considering how things are going to like i kind of know where it's Gonna go too, and and things like that. I kind of understand it, and I, and like at this point, I kind of want to see the whole arc play out before I can honestly say how I feel about the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Like first impressions, all I get from it is honestly is that well, the wolf is very '90s and neonish, and the dragon is a big, burly brute of a thing. Like it's 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 basically like a slow lumbering monster, and I guess like there's there's reasons for that and it makes it makes for an interesting dynamic and it makes a good uh thing for the storyline and i do like a lot of the things that were going on especially with the Viacons. i really liked how they were kind of antagonists, but not really
1: it almost had a and skull vibe to it
2: yeah like they they were like they were like uh like yeah like they were like the the side yeah bullies or whatever but they weren't really And I mean, it's it it's really more like at this point, I honestly am kind of more wanting to see what's going to happen than really having any kind of firm idea about this episode itself. Yeah. And that might be good or bad, because, like, I mean, it's it's it might just be looking at this as very transitory and so, like, not really, you know, giving its own credit on its own feet. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, that means it doesn't also, like, disappoint me or make make me Uh, find very many faults compared to what it could be doing
1: yeah Yeah. well with that being said uh, why don't we move on to the news posts and the questions here Uh, so as usual our news post this week is provided to us by uh, Casey or at Lady K Hirsch on Twitter uh, actually, there is a comment here, Kendall. I think you'll find somewhat amusing uh, in this opening paragraph. Uh, Casey goes on to say, uh, Hi there, Beasties. Today we met the double furry that is Savage Noble. His toy is... No- more
2: of a furry skelly, but whatever. Yeah. He,
1: his, his toy is notoriously awful. I discuss more about him, but don't want to spoil stuff for the next very next episode. Instead... I'll mention that Mainframe would actually go on to reuse the Noble character model in other non-Transformers media. It is used as a generic werewolf in Casper's Haunted Christmas, as well as both Scary Godmother's movies. Nothing for Savage, though. Apparently they couldn't think of a way to reuse a weird eyeless, dragonic hell anus thing.
3: It's got eyes, got little beady eyes.
1: (laughs) I found it more funny that she goes with the eyeless, dragonic hell anus. Yeah. Yeah. But enough of that. Let's move on to the news. First up, I have a super special Valentine's Day gift for all of you. They sure are uh, something special. Uh, she provides us with a link and uh, says, These custom Valentine cakes and macaroons from Japanese company Pre- Pre-Roll features Art of Optimus, Bumblebee, Megatron, as well as various Transformers logos from the last night. While transformers are no strangers to Valentine cards or birthday cakes, this specific combination is more than a little strange to see. Then again, nothing says "I love you" like Megatron from the last night staring at you menacingly with the words "Happy Valentine" printed over him. Happy Valentine. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the last night, Forge to Fight has added the fat old soldier movie version of Hound as character this month. Mm-hmm. Uh. She provides us with another link saying his in-game model looks to be based on his upcoming movie, The Best Toy from Takara, which is a redeco of his Voyager class, the last night toy with different weapons and accessories that make the vehicle mode more movie accurate. And she goes on to ask her if any of us are excited to fight his grumpy old vet, John Goodman. We had actually talked about that earlier, Yeah. how it would have been nice if we actually got some sound clips of him.
2: The in-game mission is actually kind of fun, though, where it basically comes down to like, okay, I'll join you if you beat me up
1: first. Yeah.
2: And they're like, that doesn't sound like a good idea, but okay.
1: Yeah. Um, Casey then goes on to say, speaking of Japanese Wovie toys, we have more info on this year's Wonder Festival exclusive figures. We can now confirm that the following figures will be available at the event in addition to Evasion Mode Nemesis Prime from last week. We've got MBEX Laserbeak, uh, who she's sure we all remember covering previously in the news section. Uh, LGEX Black Convoy, aka Scourge from the 2001 Robots in Disguise cartoon. And MP12 Lambor, aka Sideswipe, with no auto brand tampo on the car hood or chest. All of these were previously available exclusive like Evasion Mode Nemesis Prime. Nemesis Grimlock was a Transformers Expo exclusive in 2014, Laserbeak was an exclusive from last year's Wonder Festival, Black Convoy was previously a Tokyo Toy Show 27 exclusive, and the auto-brandless version of MP12 was also a Transformers Expo exclusive. The Voyager-class Grimlock toy looks great in Nemesis colors especially with the added bits of purple that really make the figure pop. They're all fine looking figures, actually. She doesn't plan to try and get any of them, but she can appreciate giving fans who may have missed these the first time around a second opportunity to pick them up. Last but not least, we have more new images of the upcoming star Wars powered by Transformers millennium Falcon. And uh, she goes on to say, unlike the images from a few weeks ago, these ones aren't blurry and offer more views and angles of the figures in both their robot and vehicle modes. And as she said before, she greatly prefers the modern G1 style used for robot modes here than the bizarre appearances of the previous Millennium Falcon robot modes. As this is a piece intended for collectors, the vehicle mode is also far more detailed and accurate to the Falcon's actual movie appearance. The hand the Han robot's backpack kibble is a bit chunky but the old one was even chunkier throughout the entire robot body. She goes on to say, just look at that weird low hanging crotch and that helmeted face, mask. face mask. Transformers head is infinitely better than the creepy old Hasbro one. Still not sure if she'll pick this one up, especially at the high price that's listed for it. Still, it's certainly a possible purchase. And maybe once we get some more pics of it next to next to the Darth Vader one, or some other figures for scale, it'll be easier to decide. She goes on to ask what we all think of the new images. I I mean, for me, it's okay, but it's still. I've never been overly. Like, I love the Millennium Falcon. It's my favorite vehicle out of Star Wars, but I've never had a big want for this particular Transformer for some reason. But. I don't know. Yeah,
3: I mean, it's not really. Yeah, I'd rather just have a toy Millennium Falcon.
2: Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I once had a puzzle 3D of the Millennium Falcon, and my and then my dog ate some of the pieces. Oh no. Yeah. Oh.
1: Um. So Casey finishes up here with that's all she's got for this week. Uh, how about an Olympics question? Out of the entire combined Beast Wars Beast Machines cast. Which Winter Olympics events would each of them compete in? That's all for now. Hope you all have a wonderful week and don't run into any hell anus dragons on the streets.
2: So I think they would scrap Waspinator and use him for curling.
1: Oh, use all the bits for, for like yeah. different rocks? Go yeah, on. I could see that.
3: Um, Yeah, it's winter, so you can't say track for Cheetor, unfortunately. Uh, mm. He could do speed skating,
1: I bet. Oh, that would be perfect for Cheetor.
3: I guess not cheating
2: I Yeah, he would take his he would take his swords and put them on his feet and then there you go. It's yeah. Pretty good, actually. Um Yeah. yeah I don't know. Mm.
0: I'm trying to think of like so so uh uh the night night bat guy night scream night, night scream, scream would be a snowboarder, but also yeah. but also uh jetstorm would be a
1: snowboarder. Oh, so they'd be uh-huh. competing against one another.
0: Yeah, um, I think Optimus would be a figure skater. Yeah, um, I could see it. Uh, uh, that's not too top heavy. Uh, hey, w- Bowser can do ribbon dance. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. No, I'm not. I'm not saying he's built to be a figure skater, but he just. I don't know. He would be one of those. He
1: exudes that grace.
0: He would be one of those that like was with the outside of ma- the thing he would maybe he'd get a new form that was less top heavy
2: could you imagine though uh primal and and uh and black arachnia like doing a team up for for the ice skating pair oh
1: doing like a nice dance
3: <laughs> yeah no, i'm sorry that's silverball and black arachnia i'm sorry uh, sure,
1: sure. i
2: know but i mean just with current characters i think yeah. that uh yeah, I, I think that
0: thrust would be i think it's called the ske- is it called the skeleton the one that's like a. It's like a sled thing where you're head first.
1: Yes.
3: Yeah. Because that's basically,
0: yeah. he's basically well, that he, he already. Well, he's
3: supposedly not head first, though. Like, he's... Well, I mean... Uh, we... I well, I mean, be, something like that. Like like, he would just... He'd be more like
2: a... would just transform into sled, his modern... loser like, whatever it's called. L- well, yeah, well, either way, the... he would transform into his form. We would put like, sleds on his wings would... and just slide him down there. Yeah, I feel
3: like Gretchen would be just a cool... He'd, he'd do curling just because it'd be He'd <laughs> use his tail. <laughs>
1: There you go. Yeah, you could use his tail as a broom. Just put a little brush on it. Yeah, uh, I think Rhinox would be a goalie for a hockey team. Yeah. 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 Uh, I guess
0: he's in beast machine. Technically, I think that's everybody. What would Megatron
1: be? That's what I was trying to think of.
0: Oh, Megatron! <laughs> I feel like maybe Megatron would be in the biathlon. Yeah. He would.
1: Isn't yeah. that the one where you have to yeah. ski and then shoot? Yes. Yes. Which works because he had roller skates.
0: He had roller (laughs) skates and he had a gun on his hand.
1: Yep. So there you go. That works. (laughs) We did it. There we (laughs) go. So, what do we have for questions there, Jordan?
2: All right. So, we had a couple of questions. Uh, We got one from uh, Twitter from Futch Magneto. Shouldn't it be Magneto? Cassidy at What is Cosplay. And sorry, I was just making the Squirrel Girl joke thing <laughs> uh anyways uncomfortable race issues uh, with the name aside what do you think about different transformers like okay. savage slash noble and galvatron in age of extinction but yeah like uh i guess transformers that don't just turn from the usual humanoid robot to vehicle or creature um i did really kind of like the 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 nanobot swarm transformation sequence in what age of is, extinction what does galvatron do uh he's they he was a, a human made droid of made like, you know, of transformian, where like it was basically the transforming was a multiple programmable metal. And yeah. so the whole thing in the movie was that it basically moved and swarmed like, I guess you could say like a nanobot thing, like they basically hit a pro they sent it a program and it would swarm and turn into whatever it needed to. So instead of transforming like the robots did in transformers and and stuff like that, the bot the The vehicle would actually like you know disassemble into those individual parts and then reform into the robot,
1: yeah
2: and Galvatron was basically one of them, like he was the he obstentiously he was actually taken over and controlled by Megatron, mm-hmm. but he was supposed to be a, one of those drones and I mean I like that transformation sequence there's this one really great scene where uh the sports car analog basically flows like f- basically speeds through the speeds through the streets and then flows and it like into like an attack attacking robot so i mean it's 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 a kind of a cool you know uh transitional thing
3: mm-hmm. yeah
2: uh and honestly things turning into other things i always like so you know that's me
3: yeah i, I don't know I, I think like it's cool to have a few special transformers that are a little different yeah i
2: mean like um like if and if you take it into even the broader sense like the there's been pretenders in in transformers, where basically there was a robot that that could transform or anything like that, but it also like had like an armor that you put over top of it. That was I also had one of those. Yeah, that was considered like a transformation or headmasters or target masters, where their guns turned into into robots and stuff. I always liked those yeah. co- things. Like even I was talking to Casey on the Discord about uh, some of the new generation toys, Power of the Prime stuff. I got Vector Prime, who by the way, on the card says his power is the power of time to kill Chewbacca. <laughs> no, no he He's he's basically he can turn into basically he has a armor that he can wear over him, but he also can turn into like a prime spark, which I guess gives basically you can slot it into things of the other like the other generation toys of that line. So yeah. they can so they too can have the power to shoot time or, or use time or something, I guess. For for those of you who are wondering about that joke, the Star Wars Expanded Universe
0: novel Vector Prime, which launched the New Jedi Order series, uh, is where Chewbacca died in the Expanded Universe. So
1: that's where they threw the moon at him.
0: Yep. Yep. He got a moon hit in his face. Yeah. Saved Anakin Solo. Han Solo like- kind of blamed Anakin Solo for his death and a bunch of stuff happened. Yeah. Uh, Good times. That was the golden age of Star Wars Expanded Universe or the I don't know. I I really liked that era. And it's it's sort of evidence that the era of Star Wars that is your favorite is whatever was when you were in high school. Because people who are older than me don't like that era and people who are younger than me don't like that era. But (laughs) it's uh, everybody who is exactly 30 years old right now. That they think that is the best, the best 18 book series ever written of <laughs> literature. Um, but what was I going to say? Oh, I have an opinion about the thing you guys were talking about. What was it? What were you guys yep. talking about?
2: Transformers with
0: non-traditional transformations. Yeah. 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 Um,
2: transformations.
0: So on the one hand, I don't inherently have a problem with that. On the other hand, I can't think of a single... Example of a character who was like that that I liked. So, mm-hmm. like, I mean, because I think of characters in Beast Wars, you know, the uh Noble Savage, uh which I don't like. Uh, what about the Transmetal Optimus?
2: I don't like. Yeah, I was going to say the the multi one.
0: Um, I mean, I didn't like the third forms on most of the Transmetals. Yeah. Uh, so Does I guess Transmute I take don't. Care?
3: Yeah. Transmutate
0: count. Uh, tra- transmutate. I, think- I liked a lot. Uh, but I think that's kind of the exception and that's because that was like just the sixth that was the sixth the best episode of beast wars like just because it was (laughs) such a it was such a cool one uh I mean the only you know if you remember it was the only non-season one episode I think that almost made my top five so yes Uh, but that's because I mean yeah that was your honorable mention yeah transmutate is a is a really is a really cool one-off character that was that they have not certainly certainly is the best one-off character in anything that we've watched like way better than because i you know i didn't like i i i liked ravage until he turned into a cassette tape (laughs) um but yeah yeah i i forgot about not liking the third transmetal forms um yeah i mean i haven't like i mean i don't dislike i haven't disliked megatron in this in in beast machines like but like the fact that he's been weird has not been a selling point for me. I think the closest mm. thing is like the vehicons. I like They're I mean, they're still it's still a vehicle turning into a robot, but it's like a it's more like a robot that gets that that, you know, because they keep their head and all that stuff like it's it does feel different from yeah. from a traditional mm. thing. I do like what they've done with vehicons, but yeah, other than Transmutate and the vehicons, I can't think of any examples mm. of stuff that I liked.
1: That's fair. Yeah.
2: and then from the facebook uh we got ryan butson who i guess the question is kind of like the opposite is going in the other direction but what other combinations of beast to beast transformers would you like to see and i think some of the things that you were talking about earlier kendall like you know like a fish turning into an eagle kind of thing or Mm. you know the dimension like opposite kind of stuff happening would be kind of a neat thing to happen yeah a dog that turns into a cat <laughs> I like yeah, the yeah. lamb and
3: lion won the best out of it. Yeah,
2: yeah, that was good.
3: <laughs> I'm just a cute little lion.
2: <laughs> sheep and wolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A sheep, a sheep into a wolf. Yeah, that, I think. You know, I played. I I played a game where there was a uh, where it was a point and click <gasps> game where basically you were a stuffed animal psychiatrist mm-hmm. helping stuffed animals who took on like problems from the people that owned them, and there was a sheep that had a zipper on it and apparently it could turn inside out into a wolf
0: yeah i mean it is hard it is hard because uh the 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 sort of man i mean it's they're machine but essentially they're 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 human you know they're humanoid so it's like a man a a man versus beast conflict and and so i mean that's why the the duality works so well with them going from a a beast to a, to a robot, you know, especially cause you know, tech technology to organic life, you know, it's, it works really well. I almost wonder, I almost wonder if you turned from a, trying to think of like what an example was like, like from a beast to a, to a vehicle, if there would be any cool. Cause I just, I think that if you're going to go outside of that outside, and this may be why I don't tend to like the, the weird the transformers if you're gonna go outside of that man that man versus beast or man versus machine uh duality then you gotta have a reason for it so like is there a is there an animal that you would associate with with a vehicle oh yeah like a turtle turning into a tank turtle turning into a tank would actually be really good because you could because i'm trying to because like you wouldn't want just like a bird to turn into a plane no yeah like that wouldn't be that wouldn't be that interesting but like a uh
2: but yeah like i like a turtle turning into a tank they should that should be in the next season of beast wars oh i <laughs> love those i love those ninja turtle toys that were like mutations that turned from like either into a turtle into one of the like a little turtle into one of the ninja turtles mm-hmm. or like bebop or rocksteady turned from human to the uh to the animal form that mutant that they were
0: yep i had those those were fun i still have a couple of them, like the that I've action figures that I
2: uh I have rescued from my somewhere. parents throwing
0: away. I like went through a bunch of them and found a few that still had enough you of the pieces. Of the and I've stuff. got a uh, yeah, I've got a. I think it's a Michelangelo and a Donatello of of that run.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. I have the Leonardo, Leonardo. I think
0: I definitely don't have Leonardo because Leonardo was my least favorite growing up. So I had the. It's it was funny, I like had the least Leonardo's.
2: <laughs> the least common Leonardo's, the L C L. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah, right. I, I that's what I would think would be neat combinations.
1: Yeah. All right. So does uh anybody have anything they would like to plug this week?
2: Uh I'll plug Game Apartment one C again and I got actually got some more info this time. Uh like basically as I said Dan's planning on doing like a second season and stuff. And so he's actually has a list of what the uh, games he's going to play, which includes star Wars on the original Famicom. So the Japanese one, uh, he's also planning to play Sonic the Hedgehog and princess tomato in the salad kingdom. And apparently he, uh, he's marked down neon Genesis event. Evangelion. There was like a Nintendo 64 release that he's getting, that he's getting. Crazy. So yeah, <laughs> but yeah, he's his, he's been basically, uh, Running game apartment one c where basically he's you know he sets up like a do a challenge so basically try to finish a game in a certain way by in a couple of in like a couple of episodes uh and he usually uh streams that on twitch uh, at uh on on eight p m yeah you know eastern time, uh, apparently he also has a couple of things like sometimes on Mondays he'll do like a more modern game run through for people who want to sit around and Recently, he's also been doing uh, what's called Trainer Tuesdays, where he does a Pokemon game on Tuesdays.
1: Cool. Mm-hmm.
2: And then, other than that, you know, just the other podcasts I've been plugging along, you know, uh, I think the Darren Husted's I've Made a Huge Mistake has, has just finished. Like, they've got through all of the f- fourth season, so we just have to sit back and wait for the fifth season, if it comes, <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh they see me rolling in Jesse Cooper's uh Alphabet Fighting uh creepy critters. Cool. Em,
1: how about you?
3: Um you can catch me on other audio entry podcasts such as Years of Attitude, Home Roman of, of Losers, and in Pursuit of Passions. You can also find me on Twitter at This Is Emeralds.
1: <clears throat> Kendall?
3: Um you can find everything I do at Kendallcast
0: ninja. Um I just posted an episode. As we're recording, I just posted an episode of the Pull list podcast, uh, where we went back to legacy numbering, episode forty-seven, <laughs> um, and uh, and um, we'll see if we go back if we stay with legacy numbering. Anyway, uh, we uh, t- uh, we talked about uh, the Punisher a lot and about uh, Dan Slott. Uh, leaving Spider-Man and a bunch of other comic bookie stuff. Uh but it was a really long episode. Um also uh hopefully this week I will put up one or more episodes of that's what we called music. I've got a little bit of a backlog that I need to get caught up on and I am on vacation for a few days this week. So hopefully hopefully by the time this episode posts uh there will be some stuff to listen to on on the the Kendallcast feed on iTunes or the podcatcher of your choice. Also, I'm at K Hallman. That's K H A L M A N on Twitter.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and as always, uh, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, I was sorely tempted to create a new thing this episode, uh, calling out all the bots that have <laughs> that have followed my personal <laughs> Twitter. Um, but if for some reason you enjoy listening to us or you want to just you know, follow me, you can find me, Greg C M U N on Twitter. Uh, if you like what you've heard with this podcast, you can find it on audioentropy.com. Or if you want to be more interactive with us, we are on Twitter at Warren Beast. Or if you want to find us on Facebook, you can go to Facebook.com slash group slash Warren Beast podcast. So yeah, it's been another week. Uh, so for Warren Beast, I have been Greg. I have been Emily. I've been Jordan. I'm Kendall. Let's roll, folks.
2: So Velvet's really fun to play, but with Arizona, you can lasso someone out of the air and throw him down. And if you do a ground pound, you throw him back up in the air and can lasso him again.